Today we are broadcasting from Nipaluna, Lutruwita. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land and elders past, present and emerging. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us this morning. For a feel-good start to another day. This is Triple M Breakfast. Triple M Breakfast. Let's podcast. You're in this one, Karen. <laughs> She's having a laugh. It's not funny. This Ooh. is the podcast. Oh, <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. I'll tell you what, Karen, you bought a great topic today with Christmas desserts. It started with your pavlova toppings mm. and your choc ripple cake toppings. Yes. And you and I both agreed on one topping that just should not be on a pavlova. Mm-hmm. And we heard from you, Hobart, 0488881873, about what your specific Christmas desserts are. Yeah. Some great options coming through. Oh, absolutely. Things I have never thought about. Some interesting twists to choc ripple mm. cakes, which Ooh. I thought I thought they were pretty straightforward, but apparently you can, you yeah. know, mix them up. You can glam nah, them up. I'm going home today to make a choc ripple cake <laughs> with the specific <laughs> variety of choc ripple yeah. cake. That we got on 0488881073. We also spoke with Chris Daly from Reptile Rescue ahead of what is expected to be a big snake season. Some interesting information in that, which I wasn't aware of. Yeah. And we also spoke with the Great Moscow Circus. Here's what you missed. Good morning, Tubes. Morning, Karen. Good, Good morning. morning. Good oh, morning, that was Karen. Yeah, we did that on purpose. In sync. We'd, we'd practice that all morning. Karen's <laughs> coming in now. The third day of being our Christmas correspondent. There's still a lot of Christmas. Yeah, I got a lot of feedback from uh, our 30 Minutes of Fame yesterday. Yeah, how great was Jeremiah? Jeremiah, yeah. The uh, Dungeons and Dragons Game Master. Mm-hmm. Knows his, his stuff, doesn't knows he? Knows his stuff, absolutely. And... and he of dice and men is his business, and I didn't, I didn't, we didn't really talk about this, but he did leave me his book, self-published book, amazing. It is amazing. I had He's a an author. That. Did you? Lot to learn. Lot to learn. What's the so it's a Dungeons and Dragons book? Well, I haven't started to read it. It's of dice and men adventure <laughs> it's got designed really for a great le- pictures. Yeah, a level four party. So I guess it's. He, d- he did the lot. Wow. He said artwork, brilliant. Um, Clever guy. This module will take your party through a short adventure where they will provide aid to, to a small coastal hamlet. Uh, look, that, I'm going to have to read that. Read it. Mm. I'm going to have to read that. But well done. And, you know, we've, I think we've got maybe one more. We have we one the- more and then we'll be drawing it, I think, maybe on Friday. Yeah. How exciting. How good. How are you feeling, Karen? I'm feeling great. I've been yeah. out and about. I've been back in the shops. Have you? And I saw the big man yesterday. Oh, I saw John the guy. Chief's no. <laughs> Taylor. No, I saw Chief's Taylor. I saw the guy in the red and white with the ah. beard in person. He knew my name. Miss, Mr. Claus, yes. Mr. Santa Claus. Yes. Ah, brilliant. Well. Yeah. And I had a chat and guess what? What? He might, might, he's pretty, pretty busy this time of year. Might be coming in to Triple M. Wow. Very nice. That's, that's a pretty big exclusive from you, Karen, getting the big fella in. It's Triple M Breakfast. Tessa Randello from the Triple M newsroom joins us. Morning, Tessa. Good morning. What's making news, Tessa? So a pretty big development overnight. Parliament is actually 
going to be recalled next week um, right. to establish whether or not they should have an inquiry into one of our Supreme Court judges. So Justice Gregory Geeson was charged with common assault and emotional abuse. He has pleaded not guilty in court, but the parliament will have proposed an inquiry decide to decide if he should be suspended, removed or left in his position as a Supreme Court judge. This is a pretty big development, I guess. I suppose because it is a Supreme Court judge Mm -hmm. here in Hobart, so we can't go without one of those. Is that why they're coming back? Yeah, it's also because both of the Houses of Parliament, so both the Upper and the Lower House, have to um, agree on what they want to do if they want to make any kind of moves here. So it also there's also like a lot of bureaucracy, I guess, in between just saying to a Supreme Court judge, right. you've been charged with something, even if he has pleaded not guilty, if they want to remove him, they can't just say, hey, we want to get rid of you. But obviously criminal charges is a, is a pretty serious allegation, but isn't it innocent until proven guilty? It is innocent until proven guilty, and he has pleaded not guilty, so I guess we'll kind of see how that plays out, out. but I think the government is just trying to get those steps in place. Okay. Because, like, bringing Parliament back just before Christmas seems like a lot lot of Do they do that often? How often has that happened? Not very often. I can't remember. Not very. I can't remember it happening. No. Wow. Yeah, I'm not I, sure. Like, I'm, I mean, mm. Parliament does get recalled early, and that does happen, but I, I don't remember the last time it happened. Maybe you can tell us, Hobart, 0488881073, or give us a call, one triple three five three. Interesting that Parliament's coming back. I wonder whether they're going to deal with any other issues on top of that whilst they're back in the office. It's almost like, well, we might as well check a few other boxes too while we're dealing with this. Hopefully they do, do something like that. Efficiency-wise, that would make sense. Let's get to some good news. Gold. Gold. Tasmania's wine industry is doing really well. It's basically doing the best in the country. Um, it's bucked the national trend over the last 10 years. So our wine economy is up 74%, where the rest of the country has gone down. What? So hang on. Tasmania, <laughs> I'm so proud. <laughs> How far down has the rest of the country gone? Do you know? Do you have the stats on that? Because 70- it was about twenty four percent. So that's almost a hundred percent better than anywhere else. Yeah, not surprised. Yeah. Guess what? Yeah, we're pretty good. <laughs> we are pretty good. Yeah, yeah. That's expected to put two billion dollars into our state economy by twenty forty. Oh, it's probably. I'm I'm contributing contributing to some of that <laughs> wine and cheese. Of course, it's a necessity. Yeah. Well, that makes that makes something like Tasmanian Wine Fest that's happening in January. I think. Yeah, it's coming up. Yeah that that that's that's a, that's a showcase for Tasmanian Tasmania as a whole in itself, but. Tasmanian wine doing better than anywhere else in the country. That is gold. That is good news. <laughs> That's great. Tessa Not a from, surprise. Yeah, Tessa from the Triple M newsroom. Always good to chat. Triple M breakfast. We've got our Christmas correspondent Karen in today, and for the next couple of weeks as we lead into Christmas, you're someone who we've engaged to bring the Christmas cheer because when you came in for your thirty minutes of fame. We got chatting off air and you told us about how much you love, love, love Christmas. Love it. Love it. Is love it your everything. Favorite? It's my favourite. Favourite time of year? It is, yeah. Oh, except for my birthday in May. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> 17th. Nicely, <laughs> nicely spaced. <laughs> it is. That's yes. nicely spaced. So they're not getting too much cheer at one time of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what, 
what are we talking about today well, as all, far as Christmas goes? All things Christmas. Mm-hmm. I'm here with the important topics. Yes. Christmas desserts. Okay. Mm-hmm. The desserts. What's your favourite Christmas dessert? It would have to be the pav meringue. What do you call it? I don't know. What do you even call it? Is it's it a pavlova? Is it a meringue? It's a pavlova. We're, it's we're a, Australian. We're a, just a, it, just would, a pav. I'd say a meringue. Well, it's not. It's from New, New Zealand. Well, no. We've, like everything good from New okay. Zealand, we <laughs> steal it and create and it, tell it's us ours. it's ours. Um, I would say pav. I would say a meringue is the hard. Those oh, they hard would be ones. the small ones. Yeah, the hard. You know, they're all hard all over. Whereas yeah. a, a pav is soft in the middle. Yeah, there's. But you have to know your place in your family with the dessert you're bringing to the Christmas lunch slash dinner slash event. So what's the rankings? Well, I'm the chocolate <laughs> ripple. Okay. I'm all for the chocolate ripple. That's a very you know 80s that, yeah. dessert. Oh, yeah. It's biscuits and cream. <laughs> yeah. I don't even put the vanilla essence in. That would be fancy. <laughs> I do have a family family member now. Good morning, Amy. Good morning, My Amy. Nephew's wife, who brings the chocolate ripple. Okay, so does that mean you're you've been pushed on the dessert rankings? Well, I think I feel I have. <laughs> you know, I don't want to be. Don't want to be. Has you know. Amy stepped on your toes? She, here? she, she has. <laughs> I think she puts more flake on it, yeah, and okay. you know, probably puts a little bit of vanilla essence in there. Yeah. Mm. What are your feelings with toppings on pavlovas? Oh, crunchy, crunchy, crunchy on your pav. I. Love a pavlova. I'm a big fan of a pavlova because I feel like when I eat a pavlova, it's a light enough dessert that I'm not really eating dessert. Oh, and <laughs> Even all that cream, it's, it's calcium. <laughs> yeah. Strawberries. Yes. Bananas. No. Mm-mm. Flake. Yes. Cadbury flake. Crunchy's a good one. I like that. Yeah, yeah. a bit of crunchy. Yeah, okay. Mm. All right. What, what else would you put on? Well, I'd like to hear from Hobart. What's good on a PAV? 0488881073 or call one triple three five three. I'm a big fan of um, passion fruit. Passion, passion fruit. fruit. Yeah. So oh. do you know what? No, if you if you've got a family member that don't like you, they put kiwi fruit on it. <laughs> <laughs> There's always that auntie. <laughs> the, and it's always an auntie, isn't it? <laughs> it's always an auntie. It's triple M breakfast. Karen, our Christmas correspondent, has said that she knows which auntie hates her because the auntie that puts <laughs> kiwi fruit on top of the pavlova is the auntie that despises her. We're talking all things Christmas desserts. Karen's a big fan of choc ripple cake. Yeah, but I think we call it the chocolate log if we're going to be fancy. Well, I call it the ripple. Okay, the chocolate ripple. Good morning to Sharon in Glenorchy, who's called us on one triple three five three. How are you, Sharon? I'm good, thank you. What's Hi, your, Sharon. What's your Christmas dessert? Well, we have lots of different things. We try and come up with new things every year so that we can get a bit of a, a different vibe on Christmas desserts because, as Karen says, it is the most important part of your Christmas meal. It is. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I like your thinking, but, Sharon. Yeah. <laughs> but we always have a chocolate log. Always. So what's the kids a chocolate? And the grandchildren love it. What's a chocolate log, Sharon? Um, uh, like Karen's saying, it's the chocolate ripple biscuits. Yep, yep, okay. Smothered in cream. Yes. Smothered. There's a word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what's, your, and, what's your topping on top of that cream? Uh, once you build your creation, then... Does it have a shape? Do you have a shape? Mine's just a, on the whatever, log. how many biscuits fit on the plate. <laughs> oh, Yes. That too. Okay. 
you got to fit in as many as you can. Yes. Is it in a particular shape or is it a log? Um, it depends. Mm, okay, okay. If I've got heaps of time, I might make a wreath. <gasps> or, oh, yeah. no, that's an a idea. A chocolate ripple log I'm wreath. I'm doing that this year. I'm going to do the wreath. <laughs> what do you put on top, Sharon? <laughs> okay, so around the, the bottom, yep. um, next, like on, next to the log on the plate, they go the raspberries. Ooh. And then on top, we have a bit of Cadbury Flake, mm-hmm. a bit of Peppermint Crisp. Oh, oh. Peppermint Crisp. Make it, oh, that make is it so yummy. Okay. Mm, festive colours already. And some grated cherry ripe. <gasps> that sounds pretty good. Coming decadent. to your place. <laughs> that sounds decadent, <laughs> Sharon. That sounds amazing. Thanks for the call on 13353. Also, Mick You're from welcome. Chigwell has given us a call. Good morning, Mick. How you going, Tubes? Not too bad. What's your Christmas dessert, your go-to? Oh, my grandmother used to make the traditional pudding that she used to hang up in the calico for weeks before Christmas, and it'd be alcohol sodden, <laughs> and then she'd pour high alcohol brandy all over it and set it alight. Oh, that's a <laughs> spectacle. Was, was that to make it warm, Mick? Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it was more for the look, you know, the wow factor. Or to burn off some of the alcohol. <laughs> weren't, weren't you saying, Karen, that you you used to have your mum used to put penny or no, not pennies, tubes, <laughs> silver, twenty cents, <laughs> not, a, not pennies. I think wasn't it a tuppence or a threepence or threepence. a, a threepence? <laughs> I don't know, but, but no, but it was amazing because my dessert always had the money. I didn't like it. I used to have, just dig around get the. Get the coins the plum, out and the plum pud. The plum pud. Yeah. Love it, Mick. Good on you, Mick. You can have a pie and coffee voucher. So can Sharon from Glenorchy for Brighton's best bakehouse. We're talking Christmas specific desserts. Brendan from Berrydale's giving us a call. Morning, Brendan. Morning, trendsetter. How are we? Oh, you were flying, Brendan. <laughs> Brendan from Berrydale is a regular on our show. We love you, Brendan. Brendan sends him pictures of where he is. You've been out for the morning walk, have you, Brendan? No, I did a workout this morning instead. Sensational trendsetter. What's your yeah. Christmas dessert? Hey, you, you're not going to like me after I tell you, but it's a Toblerone cheesecake. Oh! It's luxury chocolates over the top and a Bailey's sauce drizzled across. Oh, the, I thought you were going to say a Bailey's chaser. How do you get a Toblerone without <laughs> going to the airport? Are they... <laughs> do you get the really, really big one and then just use some of it and then eat the rest? They're very hard to eat, Toblerone. I'll, I've got to do two of them for Christmas. So. You've got to do a couple, one for me and one, one for you, for Brendan. Yeah. <laughs> Good on you, Brendan, from Berrydale. It's Triple M Breakfast. Every single morning before 7am, we give one lucky listener the chance to spin the Triple M prize wheel. Loads of prizes on there. All you've got to do is call one triple three five three, just like Brendan from Brighton has done. Good morning, Brendan. Yeah, good morning, buddy. How are you going? Up and about early, Brendan. You had a good morning, have you? Oh, no, rough night, actually, rough night. A rough night, everything's okay now? (laughs) Everything's good, mate, all all good. Beautiful. I know know exactly what you're talking about, Brendan. I've had some rough nights of late. Yeah, yeah, no, this time of year, isn't it? Yeah. It is. Let's see if we can make it better. Hey, let's make it better by giving you a prize, Brendan. Now, let's learn a little bit about yourself. Got kids, Brendan? Yes, I have, yes. How many? Uh, Three. Three, Three. Hale and Christy, yep. Brilliant. All grown up now, all got children and grandchildren. Got got grandkids, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, Christmas time, stressful times then with Busy eight time. grandkids, of course. 
getting all the food organised and all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What what are, you, what are they having for dessert? Uh, they usually like the uh, chocolate ripple cakes and the um, trifles and uh, you know all those sorts of things. And do you yeah, make them? Yeah, I'll make it all myself, yeah. All that sort of stuff, yeah. yeah. I was going to ask, what was that dessert that Nana used to make with the cake in the jelly with the custard and the cream? Trifle. That's trifle. The trifle, mate. The trifle. With a bit of wine. A bit of wine. (laughs) A bit of wine. Seems to be an alcohol kid, Not for the kid. Not for the kids, no. There's one with with alcohol free for kids and one with the adults, different ones, yeah. It was always a bit difficult for me to eat Nana's trifle because the jelly was always a bit lumpy. Oh. It always was. What was that? The, <laughs> the scotch or the? I don't know. I, there was something that brandy. Nana... What do you put just in it? Just add more. Just add more custard, more cream, and it yeah. makes it smooth. <laughs> Nana made the made the jelly a bit like clumpy and lumpy. I don't know what it wasn't. The cake. The, Maybe it was the, anyway. Jello. I don't know. And yeah. The puddings, with the puddings with coins. They were good too. Yeah, yeah. they great. Bring them back. Bring. I think they're still existing. Hey, Brennan. Are you happy with the number we've spun up? It's number 30. No, actually, I reckon you should go again. Spin oh, it again, Karen. And look, my husband's here. Is get, it a real, real wheel? It's a real, actual wheel. It is actually. No, okay. Yeah, yeah an actual wheel. An actual spinning wheel. All right. Easy to get around, spin. Yeah, gave it a fair spin. Number 45 it is, Brendan. Let me go down my spreadsheet here. Thank you very much, mate. Cheers. It is a double pass to the movies and Napoleon, actually, directed by Ridley Scott. Details of the rise and fall of Napoleon, played by Yaquin Phoenix, and is in cinemas now. Good on Mate, you, Brendan. insane. Well insane. done. It's, it's just terrific. That's terrific. A little Great treat price. there for you, Brendan. Well done. You can be like Brendan any time before 7 a.m. We'll ask you to call on one triple three five three, and you can spin the Triple M Have prize. Happy Christmas, with. guys. You Thank too, you. Brendan. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas to you. Triple M breakfast. We're talking Christmas desserts, and I am wondering, rightfully, why at Christmas time... We make these delicious desserts and we don't have them year-round. We should. I mean, pavlova. why don't we do regular pavlovas? Mm. Why don't mm. we do regular choc ripple cakes? Do we do it at Easter or do we just eat Easter eggs? Uh, Easter eggs? See, the Erin, my partner, <laughs> genuinely <laughs> loves Easter because it's chocolate and she swears that Easter egg chocolate tastes better than regular chocolate. It does. Does it? Yeah, you, you take the little... Oh, now we've gone to Easter so quickly. <laughs> you take you lift the little foil li- lid off the rabbit, like mm. you li- open it and sniff it. It smells beautiful. Okay. I don't think they were the same this year, though. Okay. You, think you could been... crush up a few bunnies and put them on your chocolate ripple cake. Well, maybe we you? get you back as an, Easter. As an Easter correspondent, oh. Karen. <laughs> a Humpty Dumpty all the way. Uh, Every, no, yes. no. Humpty Dumpty chocolate is... Horrible. No, and the red tulip one. Red tulip's good. Good. Yeah, the, and then he the, went over to we, Cadbury. Oh, I Humpty. remember mum used to get us <laughs> oh. uh, Humpty Dumpty's back in the day from chicken feed, and there was just something <laughs> wrong with the Humpty Dumpty's from chicken feed. <laughs> it was a, yeah, he was an imposter because he was on a skateboard and not on a wall. Did you notice that? <laughs> no. So he was sitting on a – he was riding a skateboard. That should have been the first sign. <laughs> that was a telltale sign. <laughs> it's like mum's – you know, Humpty Dumpty fell off the skateboard. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. No, Humpty nah. Dumpty stood on a skateboard. That doesn't make no. sense, does it? No, it does not. So the thing that Mum used to make for me when I was younger that I absolutely loved, she used to make instead of the um, Aaron calls them snot balls, but they're like rum balls. Yeah, snot without balls. the rum. So 
chocolate snot balls, Aaron With called the coconut. Them. And coconut, yeah, oh, on the outside. Yum. So crushed up biscuits, chocolate, maybe some butter, stir it up and you get it. But mum used to make them in long skinny logs, put them in the freezer and inside of that mix she'd crush up like a an odd fellow or a mint and there'd be mint inside the cho- – so it was a chalk mint log that she put in the freezer, then cut the log up into little slices – Oh, oh, even now I'm thinking about it. Oh, Mum, can you do that again? Send them down. So you had your chocolate fix and a fresh minty breath. And I, this is why I think <laughs> choc and mint is a good combo. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm st- I can't get my mind away from a peppermint crisp. Peppermint crisp on the top of your oh, choc ripper cake. Yeah, I'm going what to are your one. What are your favourite desserts, Hobart, for Christmas? 0488881073, you can send us a text. What are your favourite Christmas desserts and why don't we celebrate those desserts year round? I'm on board to treat myself every single day. You, Hobart? <laughs> it's Triple M Breakfast. Love it when you text on 0488881073. It's the easiest way to interact with the show and everyone that sends a text on 0488881073 gets a ticket in the meat tray. If you send us a picture... We'll give you two tickets, and if you give us a call on one triple three five three, we'll give you three tickets every single time you interact with the show for that meat tray. That's a hundred dollars worth of meat from Robbo's Chicken and Meats, open seven days in Glenorchy. Wow, wow Robbo! There you go. I'm in. I got this text through here from Braden in Claremont again playing golf. Do you do that every morning? It's a picture of the Claremont Golf Course looking across the pond as the sun rises. Absolutely beautiful picture. Threepence and sixpence coins were used in Christmas puddings because they were non-toxic. There you go, There Karen. you go. Morning. Which I didn't have. I had 20 cents. Maybe that anyway. explains a few things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, morning, Tubes. Barry O here. Here's a new Christmas dessert at our place. Uh Migliaccio, Migliaccio, which is a Italian celebration cake, neat or berries with double cream. Oh yeah, that looks Ooh, oh cream. that looks really good, Barrio. Yum. I need to get myself a bit of Migliaccio. Ooh, very Italian there, tubes. Migliaccio. Uh, Lana from Montrose on the text line says, "Hi, Karen and tubes. If you're crazy if you think mint is a dessert or a food." Mint is for toothpaste, end of story. Ooh, or mouthwash. Oh, mouthwash. Wow, there goes there goes your little mint balls and my peppermint crisp. Not sure what you're having in your mojitos, Lana. <laughs> <laughs> Always drink responsibly. Yes. Uh, and this one comes from Liam in Warrain. Hi, Tubes. My family has an unreasonable fascination with fruit mince pies at oh, Christmas time. Oh, why? Yuck, Liam. Yuck, yuck, yuck. That's straight up yuck. Yeah. If you what is talk- it? What's in a fruit? I don't even know what a fruit mince pie is. I thought it was actual mince, like meat mince. Mm. I thought that was just a party pie, but it's mashed up. Mashed up like currants, raisins, sultanas, orange peel. And if you want to talk about what's not a food... Oh. Orange peel. Orange, Orange peel, peel is an. That's a garnish. It's well, it's a garnish or it's garbage. Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> not, yeah, no. You no. can text us anytime. Oh four double eight double eight one zero seven three. We're talking Christmas desserts. What are your favourite mm. Christmas desserts? Karen loves a pav, pavlova and choc ripple. A ripple, a ripple. A choc ripple cake or yes. a 
Choc Log, as we've heard it called, from Sharon in Glenorchy. Well, a text has come through here on 04881073. And this might... This this, might, you've got a look on your face. This and might just... This is... I don't know. This, this is, is right up my alley. Okay, I'm ready. You ready? Yep. This comes from Alison in Austin's Ferry. A twist on the choc ripple cake for Karen. Yes. Make it... With every third biscuit <gasps> being a butternut snack. No! No? Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's fancy. Top with raspberries and crushed peppermint crisp. Ooh, yes. Allison. Allison. Yes. Yes. That, to me, is like a caramel slice ripple cake, oh, you know? Caramel like, slice. Because a butternut snap is a little bit sweet and yeah. like butterscotchy. Yep. So uh, That would change the taste sensation yeah, for of, me, the, of for the me chocolate that. ripple. I love well. the chocolate ripple, mm. but sometimes I feel like the chocolate just becomes a little too yeah. rich. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. I still smash them. <laughs> it's nobody's business. But. And please, my, my, my niece, Amy, could you please bring the ripple to Christmas lunch, even though I outed you for bringing the ripple? She's probably <laughs> like, nah, you know what? Nah. I think, well, you Went crooked because she was taking the responsibility of oh, the no. chocolate ripple cake, and she off was you. quite new too. It was like, oh, oh yeah, she's, she's a, new... a new family member. She's <laughs> she's in now though. She's got the you know she's married the nephew. She's you know, so she's in. She's, she's a in. part of it now. Yeah, but you know. Well, welcome to the family, Amy. Yeah. And you, you can still bring the chocolate ripple cake. I like that twist, Alison from Austin's Ferry, with a butter butternut snap in the middle as well. Every third biscuit. Yep. I'd like to alternate. I'd go chocolate ripple. Butternut snap, chocolate ripple, butternut snap, like that, and make almost. Is there like another a... biscuit similar oh, in the I, family? I wonder whether a Kingston would work. <gasps> oh, oh, oh. I, that's my biscuit of choice, by the a way, Kingston. Hobart. A Kingston. So you get the variety pack and eat the Kingston biscuits. Yeah, that's first. the first one to go. Leave the teddies to fend for themselves. Well, we all know th- we all know the vanilla creams get left. <laughs> In the assorted cream. Let's talk about our top five biscuits one day. <laughs> oh, we'll get to that. It's Triple M Breakfast. The man we are about to speak to sent us a text in on 04881087.3 just the other morning. In fact, it might have been Monday. It was a picture of a tiger snake and it sent fear through me like nobody's business. <laughs> Not a big fan of tiger snakes or snakes in general. But his name is Chris Daly. He's the chair of Reptile Rescue and is the owner of Taz Reptilia. And he joins us this morning. Good morning, Chris. Good mate. How are you going? Well, not too bad. Now, you're, I've known you for a little while through my interactions with the Hobart Hurricanes and various different community events. You're a big man when it comes to reptiles. Chris, what can you tell us about this coming summer? Yeah, so this coming summer, obviously... Uh, you know, the snake season, I wouldn't say it's it's any busier than it normally is. It's it's definitely, we've got a lot of uh, snakes around like we usually do. Um, the, the I guess, on average, 50, 60 call-outs a day statewide. And, and sometimes, you know, when we start getting into breeding season, we're looking at, you know, 100, 110 call-outs sometimes. So is it summertime where we're a little bit more active as far as reptiles go? Chris? Yeah, definitely. So snakes, uh, uh, obviously, they they seek the warm weather like any Tasmanian. So as soon as a bit of a bit of warm weather comes, the the snakes come out. But what people do have to realise is, with the hot weather, uh, a lot of people have a misconception that thirty degree days you're going to get, you know, 
uh, off the chart snakes. It's not the case. So what what will happen when it starts getting 26 and above? Usually what will happen is the snakes will uh, come out early in the morning and late in the afternoon. On the overcast days, that's when you'll get a lot more snakes. Wow. I did not know that, Chris. So what should people be doing if they see a snake in and around Hobart? Yeah, definitely. So if you see a snake, look, I don't want to put fear into people. You know, we, we live with snakes every day. And, and the good part about snakes is they're not going to come up and bite you for no reason. Um, they'll only bite you if you antagonise the snake or back it into a corner where it's got nowhere else to go. Um, but it definitely, if you see a snake in the yard, um, you know, definitely keep your eye on it. It just makes it a lot easier when we get a ranger there. Um, for So you can say to us, yep, he's gone into that bush or, you know, that corner of the property and hasn't come out, then we can pretty much eliminate the rest and go straight to, to where the snake was last seen. So you are about removing the snake from the danger for the snake and for the people. And then where do you take them, Chris? So we've all got release sites, but we, we, we try and release them right away from people so they're not going to obviously come back into people's homes with kids and dogs and, you know, all that type of stuff. So we, we obviously make sure wherever we release them, um, there's no threat of them coming back into a to a population of, of people and they can you know, go on and live a happy life and eat a lot of rats and mice and that type of stuff. Oh, so they eat rats and mice. So you they sort do. of want them so, hanging around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and that's what I mean. A lot of people don't realise the, the positive of snakes, you know. No, they're, they're, I don't uh, see a um, lot of positives, Chris. I'm not <laughs> I'm not looking on the bright side. <laughs> no, no, but as far as vermin control and that, they're, they're, they're massive, you know. Like you think a, a, a good four or five-foot tiger snake can consume, you know, eight to ten adult mice in a, in a week type of thing. So they do their part in, in, in keeping us from having big, vermin populations. Well, Chris, you do an amazing job, as does everyone at Taz Reptilia and Reptile Rescue. For all Tasmanians snake-related emergencies, please phone 0499916690. Keep your eyes on the snake and do not approach and make sure your kids are well and clear until the field operative arrives and follow his or her instructions. Chris, it's always good to hear from you, mate. We'll see you around the traps and have a safe snake season. Cheers, buddy. Matters with Matt Hawkins from Elevate Wealth for financial insights, tips, and advice. Matt Hawkins from Elevate Wealth joins us live this morning. Good morning, Hawkey. Uh, morning, Tunes. How are you going? Now, I understand the government is looking at a review of the superannuation and retirement framework. What are they looking to change? Yeah, look, Chips are really interesting. The number of retirees with a super account is expected to double over the next decade with 2.5 million Australians set to retire. Almost 85% of super is held in what we call account-based or allocated pensions, which are those income streams that you're going to use in retirement to fund your retirement lifestyle. Australians are now being asked to have their say on the superannuation and retirement income system as the federal government considers ways to reform the compulsory savings regime, looking at things like how does the system work, how do people get better advice, and how these lifetime income products actually work. So that sounds all fairly jargony, Hawkey. What do you think are the key pointers and takeaways for people who are looking at retirement? Yeah, look, I think the key thing there, mate, we're saying 2.5 million Australians are set to retire in the next decade. That means there's 2.5 million people out there that need advice and need help navigating this 
pretty complex system being retirement. So the government's obviously trying to make it a little bit simpler for them, but I'm always a big believer of take control yourself. Don't be led, be a leader. So making sure you educate yourself on what the system is now and then obviously understand. So you can jump onto the Treasury website and look at the discussion paper. But for those people out there who are thinking about retiring in the next decade and going, okay, I just don't understand. Now's the time to seek advice and have a say about what this new framework might look like. I like it, Hawkey. You always come with something special. Don't be led by be a leader that is really important when it comes to your own personal finance where can people go to be those leaders yeah, look, absolutely choose. Elevate wealth. If you're thinking about retirement in the new year, a lot of people do retire around Christmas time. So as we're leading into Christmas in the new year, make sure you give us a buzz, 62313448. Happy to help you navigate this retirement system and your retirement as well. Hawkey, we'll chat to you next week. Thanks, mate. Have a good day. Your finance matters with Matt Hawkins from Elevate Wealth. Don't just raise your financial expectations, elevate them at elevatewealth.com.au. Any advice or information provided in our Your Finance Matters segment is of a general nature only and is not taking into account personal objectives, financial situation and needs. Before acting on the advice, you should consider its appropriateness to you. Having regard to your personal objectives, financial situation and needs, Matthew Hawkins is an authorised representative of Consultum, an Australian financial services licensee. We're talking Christmas desserts. Karen loves a chocolate ribble cake. I love pavlova. I love food. Put it in my mouth. <laughs> it's as easy as that. Dex from Humanville is giving us a call. Good morning, Dex. How are you? Where do we Dex. find you, Dex? Whereabouts on the road? You're a truckie. I know you're out delivering. Where are you? Uh, just between Tunbridge and Ross. Ah, uh, lovely spot. Pretty dry up there this morning, is it, Dex? It is beautiful, mate. The what sun's you... beaming, and I'm out and about it. What are you hauling around? Uh, today, taking up Ashgrove milk bottles for Tazzy's Best Milk. Yep. Tazzy's Best. Well, there you go. There you go. That's a free plug. Nice, Dex. And what are you bringing back? Uh, I'm bringing stuff down, some strawberry trays down to Jennings down in Signet. Uh, oh, I love a few strawberries. It's very festive, isn't it? Good for the top of a ripple cake. What's your dessert tip for Christmas, Dex? Well, I don't give a stuff what dessert it is. The only thing you need for a good topping for a dessert is a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, Dex. Yes. Drive safe, Dex. Be safe. You can get in touch with us on 0488 It's Triple M Breakfast. There's a new Great Moscow Circus, the all-new Extreme Show, coming to Hobart in January, from the 5th of January to the 28th, at the Regatta Grounds at Queen's Domain. To talk us through this brand new Extreme Show is the marketing manager, Mark Edgley, from the Great Moscow Circus. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, guys. How are you in this beautiful day? Oh, it is a glorious day, of course, Mark, and... Any day you're in Tasmania is a day in paradise. Mark, what can we expect from the Great Moscow Circus next we, year? We totally agree with that. That's why we're coming there. Uh, <laughs> we've got a brand new show with, with absolutely fantastic extreme circus acts from all around the world, Armenia, Ukraine, South America, Australia, New Zealand, France. So it's, a, it's every time we come to Tasmania, we play Hobart, Bernie, Launceston, Devonport. We always bring a brand new show. This show... It's probably one of our strongest recently, and it's uh, it, we call it the Moscow Circus Extreme, bringing the wow factor to the audience with motorbikes, scooters, BMXs, trapeze, trampoline, live singing, probably the world's funniest clown. He's about four foot eleven and three quarters. He reckons he's five foot, but I've measured him and proved it to him. He's only four foot eleven and three quarters, <laughs> but very funny. And it's uh, the good thing about it, guys. It's a, it's a it's a, it's two hours of nonstop entertainment with a small interval. 
and it's 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 very affordable for all ages, for two year olds to hundred year olds. So wow. to speak. I love it. I love it, Mark. Uh, this, how do you go traveling with the circus these days, Mark? Well, it's, it's, I personally now live I'm based on the Sunshine Coast with my beautiful daughter and wife and son. Um, however, we're back and forth all the time. But it's, it's, uh, we're sort of, um, it's, it's, a t- it's a tough life, but you get used to it. It's a traveling show. with a, It's like a traveling family, basically. Yeah. A small community with caravans and everyone... Everyone pitches in. There's no such thing as that's not my job. Everyone pitches and helps each other. And all the performers help put the tent up and pull the tent down and sell ice creams and programs. And everyone sort of backs everyone up and it becomes a little big family, a little, a little family, so to speak. So what's the most edgy thing that we've got at the Moscow Circus? What's the one act that people shouldn't miss at this year's Great Moscow Circus? I think without doubt the BMX and scooters. BMX and scooters in Australia especially at the moment and look at the look at the olympics it's it, it, they're just taken over with the sport outdoor sport and these guys we have in the show they're world class and they're you know top five or six in the world these guys and they're unbelievable that we, we it's especially built ramp in the middle of the ring and you're on the edge of your seat the whole time i can't believe it. every time they perform it's like a competition they're competing with each other they just want to get better and better. And oh, I don't know how they so. do it. <laughs> do you take work experience people in there? <laughs> so if I wanted to be, I don't know, a clown, we, could we, I we, come we, and be a, a – do you take training and – Absolutely. Know? Absolutely. I can see you dri- riding a bike in the glow. Oh, <laughs> with training wheels. Or the trapeze. Oh, the trapeze. Tubes would be That's really good on the trapeze. <laughs> no. He's got long arms. <laughs> I'm the ringmaster, I reckon, Mark. Mark Edgley from the Moscow Circus that is happening here in Hobart from January the 5th to January the 28th at the Regatta Grounds in Queen's Domain. Again, it is for all kids of all ages. You can get your tickets at greatmoscowcircus.com.au. Mark, thanks so much for your time. Great talking to you guys. We've got double passes to head along to the Great Moscow Circus, the all-new Extreme Show, happening here between January the 5th and January the 28th at the Regatta Grounds. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. You want a double pass to head along to the Great Moscow Circus? Mate, I'd love a double pass. You've got it. Who are you going to take? I can take wife and the kids. Beautiful, Mike. Sensational. You've got, you're have got you a winner. You've got a double pass right there, right now. Grumpy. Thanks, no worries. Grumpy from Austin's Ferry. Good morning. Yeah, g'day, mate. How are you? I'm absolutely flying, Grumpy. What's going on in your world? I'm just on my way to the gym. Brilliant, Grumpy. You want to go to be tortured? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And it turns out their family passes, Grumpy, which is sensational. Uh, Who are you going to take, Grumpy? I would take my wife and granddaughter. Beautiful stuff. Love that. Donna from Moona, good morning to you. Good morning, guys. What? Are, who are you going to take to the Moscow Circus? I'll take the family with me, the fam bam. <laughs> who have you got there? <laughs> Tell us their names. Uh, just Dale and my two children. Dale. Oh, Dale. <laughs> and They'll children. love it. They'll love it. <laughs> they will. <laughs> Brilliant. You've got a family pass to head along. And Christy from Midway Point, good morning. Good morning. You want a family pass to head along to the Great Moscow Circus? I would love that. Who are you going to take, Christy? Um, I would take my son and maybe my nephew and sister. Excellent. That's sensational. It's a big Real, day out. It's a family affair, Karen. I like it. Brilliant. It's triple M breakfast. Kevin in Moona. Good morning, Kevin. Morning. Dong. What? That's what I get me roll when you change over. Oh, dong. yeah. Yeah, dong. That's how it works, yeah. Kevin. What do you got for us? <laughs> as, as I said to you, the young lad you were talking to before, 
It's nice to be down south again, back here in the hometown with the good music. Yes. I went up Launceston Way for a couple of days, and once you get past St Peter's Pass, you fellas fade out, so I've got to get some other channel. And, and I ended up being told to have a prayer, and I ended up going somewhere. Yeah, it was just <laughs> nice to come home, I can tell you. Well, it's always good to have you back, Kevin, and they tell me that you've had a mullet for 50 years. I have, I have. I, this, this, the, yeah, but this new mullet thing, you know, the shaved up the sides and, the, you know, I only cut my hair and I only cut the part that I can see at the front. Yeah. I, don't go to, I don't go to barbers. I don't waste my money. <laughs> yeah. Smart stuff, Kevin. Love hearing from you on 13353. We have two contestants who are going to play for $100 cash. It's as easy as calling one triple three five three, just like Helena from Bridgewater. Good morning, Helena. It's Selena. Good morning. Selena. They told me Helena, and then I got confused, and I made sure I said it right, but then I said it wrong. Selena, it's great to chat to you. What's happening in your world? Uh, just taking my daughter to school, then to work. And what grade is your daughter in? Four. Grade four. Excellent. And what do you do for a living? I'm a support worker. Excellent. Love it. A world changer, Selena, and a mum too. Sensational. Can you test your buzzer, please? Selena. Should have got to you to do that before I introduced you. <laughs> and we would have got the name got right. Got a little tip. Uh, all good. Selena, you will be taking on Scott from Glenorchy. Morning, Scotty. How are you? What's happening in your world, Scott? Oh, not a lot. Just baking a few fruitcakes with my cousin at the moment. Fruitcakes? No. Yeah. Do they have money in them? No, that's pudding. No, 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 no. It's, it's, it's actually not a bad dessert, though, fruitcakes. Oh, fruitcake is no. a good dessert. I usually pick the fruit out. Just tell me this, though, Scott. Are you putting orange peel in it? Yep. Mixed Garnish. peel goes into it. Mixed uh, peel. Not for me, no. Thank you. Scott, can you test your buzzer, please? <laughs> Scott. Beautiful. Let's do it. Three questions. If you get two of them correct, you will win. $100 cash thanks to Creative's $50,000 first home builders boost on now by Creative Homes. Question number one. Ooh, this is a squeaky one. When was the Tasmanian NBL team the Jack Jumpers formed? Was it the 1st of September 2019 or B, the 1st of October 2020? Scott. Selena. Scott. Um, B. Correct, Scott, and Selena's not happy about it. That's okay, <laughs> Selena. Question number two. Which hotel is connected to the Federation Concert Hall? Is it A, Rest Point Casino, or B, the Grand Chancellor? Selena. Scott. Selena. Oh, Selena. B. Correct, Selena. All right, we've got a tiebreaker here. Close. What road will be closed tomorrow between Chimney Pot Road and Pillinger Drive for a tree removal? Is it A, Hewan Road, or B, Strickland Avenue? Scott, Selena. Scott. B. <gasps> Incorrect, Scott. Really Selena, bad. would you like to have a guess? I Correct, Selena. <laughs> You've fallen backwards first into a yes. hundred bucks cash. Well done, Scott. Oh. That's good. All good. Hey, well Scotty, done to you. you keep cooking those fruit cakes. Selena. You have a great day, Scotty. Selena, you got options yes. here. You want to take the hundred bucks cash or do you want to come back tomorrow and risk it for two hundred? My daughter told me I can't risk it, so I'm gonna take it. And are you going to let your daughter boss you around like that? She's in grade four. 
Oh, no, I won't let it boss me around, but it's quite close to Christmas, so we'll just take it. It most certainly is. Well done, Selena. A first-time player heading off with a 100 bucks cash thanks to Creative's $50,000 first home builders boost on now by Creative Homes. Make sure you treat yourself, won't you, Selena? I will. There you go. Selena's won 100 bucks, and it's that easy. We do it every single day. It's Triple M Breakfast. There have been some sensational texts coming through today. Simon sent us a picture of Lauderdale Beach looking at Peach this morning. Absolutely sensational picture there. And a yacht out on almost like a mill pond down off Frederick Henry Bay. Kay from Richmond says, Hello, Rhea, Karen and Tubes. It's Kay from Glenorchy. Oh, okay, you've changed suburbs there. (laughs) (laughs) My take on the chocolate ripple cake is to dip the biscuits in brandy, an adult-only cake. I can see you doing that, Karen. Yes. Jason from Dromedary has sent us a picture in. He's got uh, Dutch cream and pink eye spuds. Freshly dug the day before, we'll be sitting at the Bowen Road Old Beach on the 22nd, 23rd and 24th of December. Five bucks for a kilo of fresh spuds. Love that. Uh, That's a free plug Friday. They're getting a little early, Jase. Greg. No. Apologies. That is not Greg. It is Virginia from New Norfolk. Dessert. Can't go past Ambrosia. It was a tradition in New Zealand for my wife, and she made it for our first Christmas. And now everyone asks for it. Even at my work, we had it, and our wedding, and everyone is just bringing, is after Claire bringing ambrosia. What vanilla, is it? Vanilla Greek yogurt, whipped cream, meringue nests, crushed blueberries, raspberries, choc chips, mini marshmallows. It has to sit in the fridge overnight so the marshmallows swell up, and then, oh my God. A taste sensation. You won't be disappointed. Thanks for the text, Virginia. Love that. Uh, This one comes from Lurch. Morning, Tubes and Rhea. Just a quick note on spouses not noticing haircuts. Okay. Thanks, Lurch. Just a second. I'll need to refresh people's memory. I had a haircut on Monday and Mm -hmm. Erin didn't notice. My partner didn't notice until... 10.30 p.m. that night. She's busy. She'd been she's home. She's busy. Yeah, but she'd been home and she'd seen me and she didn't say anything. Tubes, you had a haircut. But if she the... also didn't notice until you pointed it out, right? Correct. Yeah. I said, nice haircut, <laughs> You Tubes. couldn't help goes, it. You oh, you've had go. a haircut. No. Yeah. I should have let it go and yeah. see how long it took her. But if the should have been on the other foot, I'd have copped it. And yeah. Lurch has said, just a quick note on spouses not noticing haircuts. Sunday, I trimmed my goatee. <laughs> A good six inches off. That's a fair goatee. That's a long goatee. Yeah. That's a bob. Today (laughs) is day four and still no comment. If I get home and I've not noticed what she's done to herself within half an hour, she's on my case. I'm feeling for you, bro. Good on you, Lurch. Love it when you text in 0488881073. And this is beautiful. Have a look at this. A picture of the Aurora Australis, not the previous... Antarctic ship, but the <laughs> light show in the sky. I thought I'd share this picture of the aurora I took from my backyard a while ago. Cheers, Justin from West Moona. Oh, West Moona. Hi, Justin. P.S. The kids are hungry for a good barbecue. I think he knows he's getting a couple of tickets in the meat tray. Good on you, Justin. You can text anytime. 0488881073. And if you text in, we'll give you tickets in the meat tray. <laughs> 
Christmas desserts, Karen. You the were... hard-hitting topics from me. <laughs> yes, of course. It's very important, though. Well, it, it is, and it, I think it's the most important meal of Christmas is, is what you have after, you, you know, like roasts and all that. Mm. You can have year-round, but for some mm. reason at Christmas time, we really get, for, like, mm. like I said, Shortbread was big. Shortbreads. Like homemade shortbread was big at my house. Yeah, homemade kiss biscuits. We had the lady who used to deliver our paper on a Sunday, Debbie. Shout out to Debbie. She used to drop off our newspaper and drop off a plate of kiss biscuits. Aww. She legitimately made the best kiss biscuits. That's just kindness. Let's bring back kindness. Mum, if you can post some of those down to me. <laughs> I know, I know she, she still does it. Debbie, the paper lady on Sundays, only delivers the paper on Sundays. Mum and Dad get the Sunday Tasmanian and the Sunday Examiner yep. every single Sunday, hand-delivered. Mum leaves the cash out on the doorstep for the paper lady. And she always drops off a plate of Kiss Biscuits. Good on you, Debbie. Oh, I'm going to that Debbie. doorstep and I'm just going to wait. <laughs> it's Triple M Breakfast. Thank you for listening. It is great to have you still. If you are out there, 488 send us a picture of what you're doing right now. Right this very second. Right so, now. Right now. Right now. Yeah, maybe yeah. you're making some Christmas dessert preparation. What did you think about the butternut snap in the middle of your chalk ripple mm, cake? I think we're getting very adventurous. <laughs> it's called, It's now called Pimp My Ripple. <laughs> 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 yes. See, I think I might write a cookbook. Pimp <laughs> My Ripple. Pimp My Ripple. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Karen, our Christmas correspondent, has been a welcome addition to the team over the last couple of weeks. Are you going to come back tomorrow? Is it December? (laughs) Then yes. Okay. Do you know, it's actually only been a couple of days, Chip. This is the third day we've had it. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I feel like I've been here all year. No, she's coming in over the... Oh, yeah, I don't okay. know. It feels like you've been here forever. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Part of the furniture is Karen. We'll catch you tomorrow from 6am. Have a great day. Treat yourself. Bye. Weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the Listener app. It's Triple M Breakfast.